Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. So I am about one and a half margaritas in. It is a Friday night and <laughs> I am in my ovulation phase of my cycle. And here's why I tell you all of those things. Number one, um, the ovulation phase is when I have, I tend to have a lot of ideas and be confident enough to share them. <laughs> Margarita adds to that. And then <laughs> it's a Friday night. I was hanging out on my back porch. It's a beautiful spring evening. It's a little chilly. And by chilly, I mean, it's probably in the 60s. But to me, summer is my favorite time of year. So to me, it's chilly. I know if you're from anywhere other than the South, you're going to roll your eyes, but that's okay. Anyway, I'm sitting outside on my deck enjoying a lovely margarita on a Friday night. And I started thinking about ideas and things that I wanted to share for the podcast. And then I thought, you know what? Instead of sitting here and writing these things out, I could just go turn the mic on and record them. So here we are. <laughs> but also I mentioned being in my ovulation phase because... I talked about this a while back on the podcast and it is the most, gosh, it's, it's just one of the most valuable tools to understand as a woman. If you can understand where you are in your cycle, so much will make sense. There are, there's a week, there's about a good week where, and sometimes it feels like just a few days, but from follicular to ovulation phase, I experienced this surge of energy and ideas and have a lot of things to say and I have the confidence to share them. <laughs> I don't doubt myself as much. <laughs> and then there's a couple weeks like luteal phase leading up to the menstrual phase where I have a lot of self-doubt. Like it's very loud and I tend to be quieter on social media. I doubt every single thing that I think of. <laughs> I don't share as much and I do have awareness of this pattern. One thing that I am working to do is when I am in this surge of energy ovulation phase to utilize that and do more work. I actually don't mind it. I have the energy to do more work. I have more ideas and for example tonight I can sit down and record a couple of episodes and it be I won't doubt myself as much. I won't record them a thousand times. But, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've recorded everything so many times because the self-doubt is very loud in that time. It's so interesting. The female body is fascinating. I urge you to understand it because this will give you so much information that a lot of other things can't give you. And that's why it's it's really important for me to Hope you have awareness of that if we are working together. And one thing that does impact that, I'm going to just, I'm not going to step on my soapbox. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to make this one comment. If you are on any type of hormonal birth control, it will affect your cycle. So you will not technically have a menstrual cycle. A menstrual cycle is actually focused around ovulation not menstruation, but um, when you're on hormonal birth control, you don't have that. So you might have 
a withdrawal bleed, but you might not have an actual menstrual cycle. Well, you don't have an actual menstrual cycle because you don't ovulate. And ovulation is the point of the cycle. And what that means is you might not notice these fluctuations as much if you are on a hormonal birth control, just so you're aware. It's not, there's anything wrong with that. If that is what you choose, that is perfectly fine. As long as it works for you. I will say, I'm going to, I'm going to give a little asterisk and say, as long as it works for you and you feel good in your body, then you do you. But if you don't feel good in your body, if you feel crazy, like I did, look into that. I'm just going to give you that. Look into that. So I notice that working with this cycle and being aware of it does help me to be more productive in a lot of ways. It's not that productivity is the end game, but when I think about working in a way that feels in alignment, feels good, when I'm working in alignment with my cycle, things tend to go well because I am utilizing energy in a better way. Things aren't as forced. Things feel in flow, literally. So anyway, just a little side note. Okay, so... The thing I want to talk about today is being overwhelmed and under-pleasured. <laughs> now, I know you might go to physical sexual pleasure, and that is part of it. That is most definitely part of this, and I'm going to talk about it. But the other thing I want to say is when you are overwhelmed in your life, what you are not experiencing, most likely, I'm about 100% sure, <laughs> based on the conversations that I have with my clients and the experience that I have with myself. What you're not experiencing when you are overwhelmed is a pleasurable life. Life can be the most joyous, pleasurable, intentional thing And that is ultimately the goal that I want my clients to achieve. I want them to love the heck out of their lives. That it feels joyful and pleasurable and a wonderful experience for them. They are in it. They are loving it. The good and the bad. They're in in the 50-50 because I believe that life is 50-50. It's I don't just believe that. That's true. Life is 50-50. It's half good and half bad. That's that's what we signed up for. And if you are able to process both and fully experience both, life can be so rich and pleasurable. I want for you to live a pleasurable life. I want you to feel pleasure in your life. If you are overwhelmed, the idea of pleasure, and when I say that, you might think, I don't, I haven't, I don't remember the last time that I experienced such emotion. (laughs) I can't tell you the last time that I felt the feeling of pleasure. That might be physical pleasure, but it also might be pleasure in your life. And I'm going to give you some examples. To me, I look for ways that life can be pleasurable. I have crafted and created a lot of that in my own life with my daily habits, routines, rituals, things like that. I have created a lot of pleasure in my life. I get a lot of pleasure from everyday things. 
You know, if you're a fan of The Office, <laughs> this is a total side note, but I just made me think of it. If you're a fan of The Office, I recommend listening to The Office Ladies podcast and Brian Baumgartner's podcast, which is now called Off the Beat, but it was called The Office Deep Dive. They both talk about the point of the show and what it was all about. And Kevin, not Kevin, Brian, who plays Kevin, talks about that a lot on his podcast. But he talks about Greg Daniels, the creator of the show. At the very end of the show, Pam has a quote, the very last line of the show. It says, there's a lot of beauty in ordinary things. Isn't that kind of the point? The more I've learned about The Office and Greg Daniels and his idea of The Office, his creativity, his brain, all of that, I've learned a lot from listening to these podcasts. And I just love The Office, so I want to learn so much about it. What I've learned from him, from stories about him and interviews with him, is that the whole point was to celebrate the ordinary to acknowledge that there is beauty in this ordinary life that we are all living. I love that so much. It reminds me to constantly look for it, to constantly be searching for beauty in the life that we have, this ordinary, simple life that you all and I am living. And I think about that too when it comes to pleasure. I want my daily life to feel pleasurable, nourishing, rich, inviting, invigorating, all of these words, I want that to be the experience of my everyday life. And I don't create that with big moments. That happens in these little tiny moments of my day. It happens when I spend the morning making a fresh cup of coffee and I make coffee using an AeroPress. So I I craft my one cup of coffee every single morning. A couple months ago, I was maybe it was around Christmas when I was back at my parents' house. I, I take my my AeroPress and my locally purchased ground coffee because I'm a real coffee snob. I go to a local coffee shop. I buy locally ground, freshly roasted or locally roasted coffee. I grind it myself, but. Anyway, and I I use my Ember mug, which is my mug that stays warm for a couple of hours because it takes me two hours to drink a cup of coffee because I literally savor every sip. But anyway, I'm making this cup of coffee and my dad says, he watched me make the whole thing. And it takes a couple minutes, not long, but it takes a couple minutes. You go through the whole process, which I did a reel of this on my Instagram. So you can go see how to make my morning cup of coffee. But my dad said, you do all of that for a cup of coffee? (laughs) I was like, yep, I do every day. Because for me, it's a pleasurable experience. I find so much joy in rituals. I love the experience of making the coffee, the experience of tasting that first sip of coffee. I love the experience of sitting down and writing out my thoughts in the mornings, doing some some brain dumps, doing some thought downloads, thinking through my goals, writing out where my mind is, all of those kinds of things. I just love and I get so much pleasure from doing that. It is this beautiful intentional life that I have created and it it goes into many other areas of life. I also have a 
nighttime tea ritual. I was recently on a girl's trip with some friends. I had my evening cup of tea and my friend was like, I just love that you do that. I love that you have your, your routines and your rituals. And I think I made a comment like, ah, yeah, you know, it's kind of silly. And she was like, no, it's, it's wonderful. I really love it. I love that you do that because you wanted that and you crafted that. And I thought, yeah, you're right. You're, I did do that. I don't give myself enough credit for that. I did do that. I crafted this beautiful, simple ritual, this life that I have, this very intentional life. I crafted that. And to me, I experience pleasure in so many areas. It's not just around food and beverage, although that is a lot of it. <laughs> I love good food. and I love delicious a delicious cup of coffee, a homemade margarita, this margarita that I have been sipping on. I squeezed the limes. I made the simple syrup, the whole thing. I love stuff like that. So it's also in things like when I put away all of my laundry and it's neatly put away in my closet, I get immense pleasure from these kinds of things. I get pleasure from cleaning my house, cooking healthy food. I love spending time cooking and listening to a podcast. I just love life. I love the daily rituals of life. I did not see it that way when I was overwhelmed. And I this is where I want to be, I want to point this out because when we are overwhelmed, we don't experience that kind of pleasure because our brain is so preoccupied with the overwhelm that we cannot see the intentional life that we are currently living and how to create it in such a way where it is more intentional. Because I will challenge you with this, the life that you're living now is probably already intentional and could be extremely intentional and extremely pleasurable. Your brain's just not seeing that. Your brain is seeing how you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, there's so much going on that you can't see past that to see how it's possible to create an intentional life. And that's okay. That's where you are when you're overwhelmed. That's why I'm here to help you with that. But the thing is, is that your brain can't focus on two things at once. It can't focus on how overwhelmed you are, how stressed you are, how you can't even think about all the things you have to do because your brain is just fried to a crisp. (laughs) It can't think that and also think, oh my gosh, my life is so luxurious. Yeah, no. (laughs) It can only do one at a time. We have to direct it to focus on the simple pleasures and the intentional details of our life. We have to direct it there in order for our brains to see it. But first, we want to deal with the overwhelm. We want to deal with getting that out of the way so that you can be more intentional and be more aware of how to be intentional in your daily life. So when you are feeling clouded by the racing thoughts, the feeling of overwhelm, you, your body is also in that feeling state. And when your body is in the feeling state of overwhelm, it, it's not in the feeling state of pleasure. <laughs> so we want to have awareness first. We want to deal with the overwhelm first and then invite in the intentional, pleasurable, joyful feelings. This also relates to physical pleasure. If you are going to be mindful in the event that there are kids listening. (laughs) So if you are not experiencing physical pleasure, 
It could also be because there is, and it is likely in part because you are having a lot of thoughts that are creating some overwhelm and some exhaustion. Exhaustion does happen physically, but it also happens mentally. We can clear out some of those thoughts creating the mental exhaustion so that you can have mental energy and physical energy to experience pleasure. I hear this from my overwhelmed clients that they are lacking some physical pleasure in their lives because they get to the end of the day, they feel so tired. They feel just a lot of the phrases that a lot of moms use especially is they feel touched out. They don't want anything else to touch them. They, they just want to be left alone. <laughs> so they don't even get to experience what could be amazing physical pleasure because their brain doesn't even let them go there. And I want to help you clear that out so that you can go there because I'm a real advocate for <laughs> physical pleasure. I am telling you, Ladies, you deserve it. You deserve that kind of pleasurable experience. If that is not what you are currently experiencing, I highly encourage you to change that. And I encourage you to first have awareness of one, that not being the case and clearing out the overwhelm, but two, if it's even something that you have experienced and if it's not, or if it's not something that you've experienced to the level that you want, I want you to look into that. I want you to consider <laughs> that that is possible and that you can have it. This is so important because there are, of course, a million benefits. And I think this is another area where this is a totally side thing. I won't go too far into it, but where women are not even asking for the amount of pleasure that they could be experiencing in all areas of life. So that's where I want to challenge you. Are you not even asking for it? Are you not even letting your brain go to a place where you could experience an immensely pleasurable life in all areas? Really pleasurable relationships, physical sexual experiences, pleasurable moments in your life, all of it. I want you to comb through your current life and ask the question, am I experiencing pleasure anywhere in my life? Why or why not? How am I? So if you are, what would you consider pleasurable? If you're not, why not? And if you even want to, and I imagine that you do, but maybe you haven't even allowed yourself to go there. If you experienced a pleasurable life, what would that look like? What could be possible? What does, what sounds pleasurable to you? Because what sounds pleasurable to me might not sound pleasurable to you. I mean, to me, <laughs> taking however long it takes me to make a cup of coffee is a very pleasurable experience. You might be like, no thanks. I'll just 
set it up the night before and press the button in the morning. I don't care to do all that AeroPress stuff that you do. <laughs> or I can go through the Starbucks drive-through. I don't need whatever it is you're doing. That's fine. That's totally fine. We don't all have to share the same experiences of pleasure. I hope that we don't. In fact, we all are probably going to be very different. But I want to ask you to ask yourself, what sounds pleasurable? What sounds delicious to me? What about my life? How could I be experiencing a more pleasurable life? To you, you might be like me when it comes to living in a clean, tidy space. Gives you immense pleasure. You feel so elated when you think about a clean, pristine, tidy space. Maybe for you, you experience a lot of pleasure when you are having quality time with the people that you love. Maybe for you, it's when your phone is put away and you're having quality time with your spouse or your kids or your friends, that to you is pleasurable. That's also very pleasurable to me. When I am hanging out with my friends and I don't have my phone, I feel alive. I feel so elated and present. And that's one thing that I have worked on a lot is to put my phone away when I am with my friends. Even if we're hanging out and it's on the table, it's face down. We are, I just don't even look at it. When I am there with my friends, I, my goal is to be very present so that they feel my presence and experience my presence and that they, that we have a rich, meaningful conversation because we're at a phase of life where we are in our thirties. They all have kids except me. I'm the cool aunt. (laughs) That's my own title that I've given myself. (laughs) I'm Auntie Kristen, aka cool aunt. (laughs) So I get to be there and hang out and, you know, not have kids, just be there and hang out. And it's great. (laughs) But the reason that I want to be very present is not just because it's, you know, seems like a good idea. Like, oh, I just put your phone away. That's what I should do. But instead, it's because those moments are not super often. I mean, we get together as often as we can, but they all have young kids And so we, in that time, we want to be very intentional. I definitely want to be very intentional. And thankfully, I am blessed with amazing friends who want to be the same way. So we are very intentional in our time together. We're present. We soak it up. I love it. The conversation is rich. It is a pleasurable experience for me when I am with my amazing, beautiful, wonderful friends. So for you, what sounds pleasurable what to you would be amazing is it getting outside is it going to exercise multiple times a week is it doing special things sometimes things that are not as often so maybe for you it's a pleasurable experience to go and get a cup of coffee from your favorite coffee shop once a week because you don't get that every day or to have a date night every other week with your spouse where you go to a local restaurant or whatever, whatever it is for you. Maybe it's travel. Maybe it is, I don't know. I'm naming a lot of things that I enjoy. So I'm trying to think of what you might like. (laughs) So you, you got to decide for you what it is for you. Maybe it's reading a good book, going on a walk and listening to a podcast. Maybe that's what you're doing right now. So hello, whatever it is for you, you figure out 
I would like for you to make your pleasure list. What sounds pleasurable? And then that way you are able to know when you're experiencing pleasure. But when you are overwhelmed, when you are overwhelmed, it is very difficult to experience pleasure because your brain doesn't go there. Your brain's so wrapped up in the overwhelm. That's why I want to help you solve for the overwhelm so that you can experience a pleasurable life. This life, this one beautiful fleeting life that we have that goes by so fast can be intentional, pleasurable, joyful, and absolutely amazing. I would love to help you experience that. It is so wonderful to live a rich, full life. This doesn't negate that things are hard because life is (laughs) 50-50, but when you are experiencing the fullness of life, it is so rich and pleasurable. And I would even say too, whenever you have the tools and the skills to be able to fully process emotions, good and bad, that that also adds to a pleasurable life. Because I can experience the depths of negative emotions, grief, sadness, vulnerability, embarrassment, shame, all of those feelings that are that are not so fun. Because I can go all the way there and experience those, I have the capacity to go all the way and experience the good emotions. This is a skill. Likely not a skill that you have learned any other time of your life. And that's okay because nobody taught us this stuff. You're not supposed to know. That's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. That's what I'm here for. I would love to help you learn to experience the fullness, the richness of life, to ditch the overwhelm so that you have more space for pleasure. I want you to be less overwhelmed and more pleasured. That is possible. All right. So to do that, you can book a free consultation call with me. We can chat for an hour on Zoom and talk about the life that you want to live, the intentional life that you want to live. I can show you how we will create that in our time together. The work that we will do together. Coaching is the most transformative experience. It is how you can feel less overwhelmed so quickly and live a more intentional life as soon as possible. Don't keep putting it off. You deserve a pleasurable life. It is there. It is available. It is already all around you in the life that you have now. Your brain just isn't looking for it. And that's okay. I can show you how to ditch the overwhelm so that you have the space to look for it. So excuse my dog Marley ticking around. (laughs) I have hardwood floors and you can hear every step she makes. But she's the love of my life. I love her so much. I don't even care. Anyway. Hope you all have a wonderful week. If you want to move forward and work with me, go to all the links below. Go to kristinalana.com, find me on Instagram, and hey, join my email list so that you can get more from me. I send stuff to my email list that I don't send anywhere else. So if you go down below and click get free guide, something like that, it'll say join my email list that way. And then that way you can get regular weekly emails from me that I don't share anywhere else. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you next week.